As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Thirteen ten WIBA Madison in the morning. You know the music. It's time for everyday outdoor living. Brought to you by the Bruce Company. Joining us this week, Lisa Briggs and Matt Weaver, both from the Bruce Company. How you guys doing? I'm good. How are you? Doing well, Matt. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Not a bad day so far, and uh, hot and humid. They say. So. Ick. Ick. I'm just going to say ick. <laughs> oh, I like it. <laughs> Matt likes it, but he's from the south. Oh, so. yeah, from the south. Missouri's not that south. Oh, it's south. south. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have waffle houses? No. There's some waffle houses. Oh come in on! There've got to be. Well, there waffle probably are now, now but I didn't grow up with any. <laughs> That's, I, think, I do not believe you. Do, do you do you get offended when people say Missouri as opposed to Missouri? Does that? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's talk really quickly about the hot and uh, humid weather. I mean, plants got some water. Some of them love it, but a lot of water, right? Yeah, you yeah. have to really watch the watering, uh, especially anything that's been planted like in the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. We've. The last few weeks, we've had fairly regular rainfall. June was kind of dry, though, mm-hmm. the early part of June. So just make sure as we get into that really hot weather that you check the soil for anything that's been planted this year or last year and water if the soil is dry. A good rule of thumb is if we've had an inch of rain, you're probably okay. If it's less than an inch of rain, you should probably check and water anyway. Mm. That's I like I like rules of thumb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Make life so much easier. Well, you know, nobody is more like geeky about weather than gardeners. Yeah, even not even more geeky about it than like actual weather people. Probably it's 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 a vital. I mean, the most probably the most aside from getting the seed in the ground, it's probably the most important part of the growing is the. Yeah, that weather. yeah. So, Lisa Briggs, Matt Weaver, joining us from the Bruce Company. If you have any questions, they are a great resource. Love to answer it for you right now. Our number is 321-1310, toll-free, 877-235-1310. You can find the Bruce Company as well online, brucecompany.com. Their telephone number, 836-7041. That's 836-7041. Or, of course, you can stop in and see Lisa and Matt anytime at their Middleton Garden Center of the Bruce Company at 2830 Parmenter Street. And uh, let's talk as we're talking about plants and and maybe the temperatures this is the time you start to see some certain things coming up uh, whether it's a uh, mold or fungus other type of illnesses ailments other things coming to plants and my guess is since matt's in studio he's going to tell us all about these things that we should be looking for right now <laughs> definitely <correct>? definitely <laughs> what's big right now uh i've seen i it's been not too bad of a year for tomato diseases i am seeing septoria which is the normal little tiny black spots that start at the bottom will work their way up but uh not so much in the radar with the early and late blight which is good to see for once 
Um, uh, with the septoria, you know, a lot of it's just hygiene. You know, remove the lower leaves from the tomato plants. If you haven't already, you can actually strip the, le- the lower, like, you know, 12 to 18 inches uh, mm-hmm. of leaves and just remove those from the plant. That helps to prevent soil from splashing up under the leaves. Uh, mulching around the plants with some straw or leaves or bark mulch or whatever you've got. Uh, to keep soil from slashing up, that really helps to prevent that disease from uh, coming up from beneath. And you mentioned it's the hygiene. How much of this stuff, you know, whether it's whether it's this or other issues, I mean, a lot of this is preventable simply by by taking proper care of the plant, right? To a degree, to okay. a degree. I mean, there's there's always going to be some weather and other issues like that, but you know, um, like you said, growing things up off the ground, getting getting the the uh, you know. Uh, getting air movement too is always very important. You know, if your garden is very crowded, there's a lot better, bigger chance of getting things like uh, mildews and and uh, molds. What are some other? Th- okay, so we mentioned the tomatoes and the little black spots showing up, and you mentioned just keeping things clean, keeping under the soil. Is that? getting up on there is that what's causing yeah it's it? usually the rain splashes and there's you know pathogens and things in the soil and it causes little black spots and leaves and the lower leaves will yellow and it'll just sort of spread up from the bottom of the plant so um it's pretty common um a lot of people f- think of it as a blight but it's not it's not a true blight it's not one of the things that are that are typically there aren't very many tomatoes out there that have resistance to it They'd resist. There's a lot of resistance to the actual blights, the early and late blight, um, but not the septoria. If you have a question for Matt or Lisa, they'd love to answer for you right now at 321-1310, toll-free, 877-235-1310. Of course, they come to us from the Bruce Company. What are some of the other things? You mentioned septoria on the, on the tomatoes. What are some of the other things that, that you're seeing right now? Uh, we there is some mildews. Uh, people are getting squash vines, especially yeah, squash and cucumbers. Mildew. You get some powdery mildew. I've seen some of that. I am seeing some other, you know, it looks like bacterial infection and some of the pepper leaves. Once again, from overcrowding or too much, you know, soil splashing up and whatnot. Get get some straw or mulch under those plants. Um, uh, there is a product too that I really like. You know, there are various fungicides that can be used sort of preventatively if you've been starting to have a problem or you've had problems in the past couple of years. Uh, my personal favorite at the moment is a product called Serenade, which is a biological control. So it's actually a bacteria that you spray onto the leaf, and it sits in the leaf. It takes up space, so the fungus can't doesn't have any, anywhere to start. It will actually kill the fungus if it does start, and it stimulates the plant's immune system. So I, I like it because it's uh, sort of a, a natural way to uh, you know keep this under control. And I've been using it to good effect for a few years in my garden. Now. I know it's good because Lisa, you've mentioned Serenade. A I couple do of love times Serenade. Yeah, it's really effective on powdery mildew. Yes, very, very much so. And what we call- see that on all. kinds kinds of things not just veg crops but peonies and nine bark and all kinds of stuff yeah Roses, flocks, flocks. Mm-hmm. yeah so it's a great it's a great thing to have in your arsenal all the time and because it's a biological you're not it's not as chemically as some of the other fungicides mm-hmm. What does, the, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. It does smell a little bit like stale beer when you spray it on, <laughs> just so you know it is a fermented product. Not necessarily product. a bad thing in Wisconsin. No. Yeah, no, not necessarily. Uh, and it is a live product, so I always tell people oh. make sure to keep it somewhere temperature stable, like in the house. Mm-hmm. Not so. out in the hot shed or anything Yeah, like exactly, that. where it's going to cook. Mm-hmm. And then freeze in the winter. So if you're going to have it left over, like if you buy concentrate, mm-hmm. which is a really good way to buy it because it does come that way, so you can mix it yourself. 
um, you're going to want to store it in the house and not like out in the garage over the winter or something because it'll you'll just kill it. And the bottle should have a shelf life of about two years under the serenade. It's an interesting concept too, as you mentioned. It's since it's a living bacteria, it's it's a a, ben- a good or or at least maybe harmless bacteria to the plant, but because it's there, it's it's occupying a space that some of these molds and other type of funguses may be feeding on. So it's it's a it's a it's an interesting concept for mm-hmm. a, for a way to control. To control the stuff, what causes? By the you mentioned things like the, like the fungus. What? How does that? I mean, on a living thing, how does a fungus start to grow on that? Is it? Is well, it... The, like powdery mildew usually is spores in the air. Okay, you know, versus you know some like the, the a lot of the spots on on leaves and stuff splashes up from the soil. Mm-hmm. So it depends on which one it is. You know. Yes. <laughs> so, you know, avoiding overhead watering, you know, trying to water the soil, that's helpful, too. You know, we can't help what falls from the sky. And actually, that's often good what falls from the sky. But, uh, you know, making sure that when, you, when you're watering by hand, you're not doing the uh, the, uh, the commercial, the waving the wand over the plant. <laughs> that's not the proper way to water. You hold the wand at the bottom of the plant and water the roots and the, the soil under the plant. That's the proper way to water. But we want to look good while we're watering, don't yeah. we? Get that nice high art. Well, you're watching for rainbows. That's yeah, what you're doing. Exactly. You're looking for rainbows. Exactly. Lisa Briggs <laughs> and Matt Weaver join us from the Bruce Company. If you have a question for Lisa and Matt, they'd love to answer it for you right now. Our telephone numbers here at the station, 321 10 toll free 877-235-1310 don't forget to telephone up for the bruce company if you have any questions you can of course always call them there they will definitely help you at 836-7041 that's 836-7041 you can find the bruce company online brucecompany.com or stop out and see them at the middleton garden center 2830 parmetra street right in middleton again that's 2830 parmetra street take more of your calls we'll continue our conversation with matt and lisa next as everyday outdoor living with the bruce company continues right here at 1310 wiba 1310 WIBA, Everyday Outdoor Living with the Bruce Company. Our telephone number is 321-1310, toll-free 877-235-1310. Joined this week by Lisa Briggs and Matt Weaver from the Bruce Company. Don't forget also you can find them online, brucecompany.com, brucecompany.com. And Judy called in with a question. Judy, welcome to the program. You're on the air with Lisa and Matt. Good morning. I have potato plants that are just being decimated by those little... um, bugs beetles that eat potato leaves and i'm wondering i've used seven but that doesn't seem to do it long term uh well seven seven only lasts for you know they they're supposed to do seven like once a week um so this is you actually have an insect eating potato leaves okay that's that's crazy um uh there's a product that we sell called captain jacks uh, the the active ingredient is spinosad. It's a fermented product, and it works differently than some of these other things. Now, pretty much any spray that you're going to be able to spray on food plants, you're going to have to spray them regularly. Okay. Um, are you near like a potato field or something like that? That's very weird for that. That, that I don't see those a lot in home gardens. No, uh, no, hmm. I'm not. I'm in the country, but not near a potato field. Hmm. That's interesting. Well, anyhow, so if you've got, if you have something chewing on the leaves, pretty much any chewing insect that uh, the Captain Jacks will will uh, help. Uh, it's not like raid; it doesn't kill them instantaneously. It's a it's a stomach toxin for the insects, but it doesn't really affect other okay. wildlife. And I like it a lot because unlike uh, unlike seven or or eight or any uh, most of the other insecticides that are out there a this one is organic b this one uh it does not really affect pollinators oh that's good to hear so these bugs that are eating it have 
stripes on, and then they there's like yeah. immature larvae that come to that become these little stripes. Okay, wow, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. So, yeah, I would I, I would try the Spinisad, the Captain Jacks. Um, that'd be what I would recommend. Um, they don't now it's like it's not a quick kill the bugs will feed a little bit and then they'll stop eating and then they sit there and they starve to death over the course of a couple days so you don't see them it's not like raid they don't just fall off the plant dead <laughs> like they would with seven or eight or something like that so okay judy great I'll give it a try. thank you check in let us know how it goes thank you for the call and that freeze open line for you we've been trying to get through our numbers three two one thirteen ten toll free eight seven seven two three five thirteen ten don't forget you can find the bruce company online brucecompany.com you can give them a call as well at eight three six seven zero four one or stop in and see them at their middleton garden center for the bruce company at 2830 parmenter street um because i'm a dope um you mentioned <laughs> seven and you mentioned eight what are we talking about with seven and eight seven is an insect side that's been around for a long time it's very broad spectrum however it's been around for a long time and a lot of insects are becoming immune to it Mm. (laughs) because it's been around for so long um they've just sort of you know it's been was quite overused eight is uh as a synthetic pyrethrin that's been being used um more recently and they named it eight because it was replacing seven seven isn't spelled like the letter or or like the number but eight is (laughs) okay it it, it seems like oh they're keeping it simple but of course it's not really no because seven is i-n yeah, so, yeah. S E V I N versus eight is E I E I G H T. Matt um, Weaver, Lisa Briggs, joining us from the Bruce Company. Uh, actually, Eleanor took the time to call in. Let's uh, put you on the air, Eleanor. You're on with Matt and Lisa. Hi. Um, I have some tulips and daffodils. I want to the tulips. I want to dig up and move, and the daffodils. I want to send out. And when's the best time to do that? Oh, uh, I would say this is probably a good time. Once the leaves are pretty much yellowed back all the way or even browned back all the way, you can go ahead and dig those up and just move them right away. Okay. Um, it's a good time to, you know, especially with the daffodils, if, they've, if they're older clumps, it's a good, good idea to spread them out. Mm-hmm. Um, I know when I moved into my current house, there was a 30-year-old clump of daffodils that was about two feet across. There was probably about 200 bulbs in there, and I only got two flowers out of it the first year. I dug it up, spread it out. A couple of years later, they're blooming all over the place. Okay. So, yeah. All right. Um, that's all I wanted to ask. Thank you. Great You're question, welcome. Eleanor. Great question. I think a lot of people this time of year, of course, you mentioned, you know, breaking up some of those those clumps and 200 bulbs and you're just getting two flowers. I mean, that's, a, mm-hmm. that's not a lot of return. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, the, you know, the, there's certain things, you know, daffodils will, you know, they live a long time. Mm-hmm. And as, if they get, they get congested, they just don't bloom well. Mm-hmm. They, you know, the individual bulbs can't get very big to get to blooming size. So um, something I w- did want to mention, mm-hmm. you know, if you're in your vegetable garden, and there's something that's not working or it's like you know you got mildew on it to the point where it's not producing anymore you know feel free to rip out those things that aren't working or you know your lettuce is done you've removed it you can still plant there are things you can still plant from seed uh i have lists available at the store i set them right out on the seed racks where you can find them um but you know right now you can still get in some beets and uh kale swiss chard uh possibly even some cabbage or broccoli uh and even yet you know beginning of august it's a really good time to put in things like peas and lettuces and and those you know those fall greens carrots Mm -hmm. too you know so uh even like winter radish would be a good time well that's and that's interesting when you bring that up matt is is you know for a lot of people let's say you know what i've i've lost a certain battle in the garden i I don't you almost don't want to completely 
concede failure and say, oh, I've got to keep fighting this. Maybe one of the things might not be a bad idea is, Hey, plant something else there. You got that space. Don't bother. Keep fighting. And even if you don't want to plant another food crop, Mm -hmm. you know, use the space for something. Plant, Mm -hmm. plant. We we sell the various cover crops too. We sell packages of uh, buckwheat seed and uh, and uh, crimson clover, which would be great for getting bees into the garden and also just for uh, you know digging in and you know adding some nutrient to the garden just by after digging it in after the winter. So, so you know, do use that space. Don't don't just sort of give up on it. Another thing I do if there's just little spots here and there in the garden. I keep some lettuce seed in a, a salt shaker. Oh. And I sow lettuce here and there throughout the garden just about once a week. I go and say, oh, well, there's some room here. And I sprinkle some lettuce. That way you always have some fresh lettuce that isn't bolting, especially yes. in the summer when it's hot. So that's, just, you know, just Great. there's little things that you can do to keep that garden productive so you're actually tempted to be actually stay out there. Because, you know, once you've had a couple things fail in the garden, you start to lose heart. Well, refresh it. Renew it. You know, yeah. Matt Weaver, out there. Lisa Briggs from the Bruce Company. Don't forget, you can find them online, brucecompany.com. Brucecompany.com, by the way, when you're at the website, check out the calendar of the events. Uh, I do see you've got a Junior Gardener event coming up uh, this Saturday. You can learn more about it at mm-hmm. brucecompany.com. And our, our summer clearance is going on as well. Oh, that's so. underway. I got underway last week. Yeah, on Wednesday or Thursday. Oh, man. So there's um, uh, garden containers and pots and... Christmas, including some trees, including some artificial trees and wreaths. So, yeah, come on out. Evergreens are also 30% off. They are. Great Mm -hmm. information. Stop on out. They'd love to see you at the Middleton Garden Center, 2830 Parmenter Street. That is the Bruce Company's Middleton Garden Center, 2830 Parmenter Street. Give them a call if you have any questions, 836-7041. That's 836-7041. Lisa, Matt, you guys have a great week. Thank you. You too. This is Everyday Outdoor Living, brought to you by the Bruce Company. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.